Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ruby, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by uh, Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. Uh, today, Haley, Andy, and I are going to be recapping uh, ch- volume, chapter, whatever, chapter nine of volume five of Ruby, A Perfect Storm, that aired uh, today on Rooster Teeth First. Uh, we talk about Ruby every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Ruby on iTunes and subscribe there or on YouTube to not miss any of our future Ruby uh, content. Uh, we're coming off a long and uh, extensive recap this week, uh, last week, about last week's episode, and I'm sure today's uh, will be much shorter. So <laughs> let's uh, make sure spoilers for A Perfect Storm and all previous episodes of Ruby, let's get into this. Haley, what are your thoughts on A Perfect Storm? Uh, a great big sigh would be a good way That's of recapping. That's a good reaction, yeah. Yeah, a big sigh, because it was just like, like the basically, I think it's been at least two weeks now that we've been expecting the next episode to be the big, like, menagerie, big fight sequence, it'd be awesome, and da la la but... And the last couple episodes have actually not been terrible, so it's been fine. And it's like, okay, so we're going to get there and have a big episode. But then we get this episode, and, like, nothing, I guess, stuff got happened and was established, but it was so slow and just really, I don't know what was going on, but it was really weirdly edited together. Like, there are some scenes, like... Ozpin or Oscar yes. going to say like, "Hey Crow, Ozpin needs to chat with you," and then that was like nothing. That was just a wasted minute. Um, and I was not really expecting the Blake and Ilya thing to happen, like confrontation to happen so quickly. And I really was looking forward to an awesome bandit camp fight, but they just talked <laughs> again, <laughs> and we're not very intimidating really and then like vernal wasn't that intimidating i don't know why raven always has to wear this mask all the time and then it's like a big dramatic thing when she takes her mask off but yeah i don't i don't know i guess i guess they have been lacking kind of what came out of this where they're like okay so they need the relics and talking more about this attack on haven and everything but I feel like this was not the time. Like, we need a fight. We haven't had a good fight sequence in ages, and we're perfectly set up for an awesome one in Menagerie, and it's totally just being pushed aside. So, I don't know. This episode was pretty lackluster and just annoying in the sequence of episodes leading up to it, honestly. Wow. Uh, yeah. Haley speaking for the masses. You, yeah. I, I, I've been reading uh, CO for a few hours after the episode. You've just hit on every single point that people have been making. <laughs> you just like surmi- you just uh, summarized every, everyone's reaction Ooh, to this episode. Yeah. Podcast over. Uh, but, yeah. We could, we're, yeah, we're, we're there done we here. Go. There we go. Done. Yes. Good, great, yeah, great thoughts. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if... Andy, do you have anything to add to this? Um, I won't harp on the same things. I'll just say I for the first time in maybe like... <laughs> Who knows how long? I was actually excited to watch Ruby. I like got up today. I had to go to work. I was in the field. I I got into a car accident. I came back and I'm like, yeah, I get to watch Ruby today. Still, you're fine. You're fine, down. right? What a day! You're, you're oh yeah. Fine. By the way, I'm fine. No, 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 no. Just just to fend <laughs> okay. better. Like literally, don't hurt. I just had to okay. do paperwork. It sucked. But um, I sit down and I want to watch Ruby. And I was and I was given this. I was I was given this. I was given this. Was, <laughs> With a big sigh. This, <laughs> like like 
I, I don't know how to express that this season has done some of the best episodes of Ruby ever, and also somehow some episodes that are worse than season four. Yeah. And it it it's insane. It's insane how much worse. Like, because last episode, like you said, Dylan, was actually fun to watch, even if we had a lot of problems with it. It was fun to watch. I was still excited to watch Ruby when I was watching it. This was just like every problem we've ever had with Ruby. Team Ruby was not the main characters. We had no fighting. We had weird scenes that had no purpose. We had characters that just were saying things that didn't really have anything that meant anything. And on top of that, we had Rooster Teeth making fun of their characters. And it's like, stop making fun of your characters when you gave them the stupid names to begin with. It's not funny or cool or interesting. Just just move past it. We get it. We You named Cinder Cinderfall. We get it. Just move past yeah, we, it. We've been making and, like, fun of that for a while. You don't need to make fun of it in the show now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to keep doing it. And like the entire episode is just a list of things like that. Rooster Teeth, you ch- made this decision. You don't need to keep making fun of yourself for the decision. Okay. Yeah. You made it already. And that's, yeah. And so that's just kind of it. Like Haley said, it's just a huge, huge sigh is this episode. On the bright side, nothing made me mad. Nothing was like super problematic. Oh, the things made me mad. I'll tell yeah, not not like there were like socially problematic things, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh okay, good. Two very negative reactions. Yeah, this is there's an argument for this being the worst episode of Ruby of all time. (laughs) There's there's (laughs) like it's so bad. It's so it's it's not, you know, it's not it's it's not overtly bad in most parts. There's a few parts that are like overtly. Haley talked about one of them already, um, yeah. and there's another one that we haven't talked about yet that's just terrible. There's two scenes that are just terrible. But um, you know, coming off of last week, which was super, it, last week's like the problematic favorite. Like it's it, we we talked for like an hour about why it was socially problematic, but it was still really fun and in that like one of the most engaging episodes of Ruby ever. Um, and then we come off into just one of the most boring ones ever. It's it's a huge letdown. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a terrible it's a terrible episode. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of talking points on this one. Um, but, just ranting points, really. Yeah, there's a few. I want to point out a few uh, really bad things that we did here. But you know, it's it's just it's so frustrating that we keep putting off the menagerie stuff. Um, this isn't the way to do it. I guess I'll start with like a neutral point, which is that uh, I think this episode more than any other Ruby episode uh, shows that they do not write the show with weekly airings in mind. Um, this episode might be a lot better within the context of a Netflix watch of the entire season, like as a movie, which is something I've talked about before. But the, the, the thing is, you call them chapters and you release them weekly. And yet in this episode, we have an Ozpin and uh, Ozpin and Crow scene, which has no relevance to anything. And it's just setting up for the next episode. So also, what, yeah, they clearly write them as episodes. Like they clearly sit down and have times where they write chapter by chapter, like they can not write this as an episode. Like probably they do that. I mean, they de- no, they've mentioned it on Twitter. Like Miles has mentioned it on, on podcasts that they sit down and write episode by episode. Yeah. That but they do that. It's, it seems to be a different approach than most shows that are weekly because, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would ever insert a scene that has no purpose, uh, like that has been and crow scene. I, I think that might be the worst scene of all time in Ruby just because it has no relevance to anything. It was so episode. weird. It, it, it like threw me right it's off. A, it's a pure setup for next week and it's not an interesting setup and it's not like the cliffhanger. Then, then there's a cliffhanger, which is also yeah. just a pure setup oh for my next God. week. 
Um, <sighs> yeah, so th- this episode makes a lot more sense within the context of the season, I assume. But it's just to stop airing them weekly if this is how you're writing the show. Like, if you're writing the show for a movie, just air it as a movie. Um, but, you know, it's it's... We- presumably they're not doing that yeah we could do why why are we why are we doing weekly recaps if if this is if this is what's happening <laughs> volume like, five could, the movie we could just watch all of ruby in like january just release it all in january i'd be fine with that it might make me less mad about things um yeah it would make us less mad it wouldn't be as exciting but it would make a, it would, no <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't yeah okay like, so I, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I guess uh, the other discoursey point I want to talk about is the cliffhanger. Um, I, I'd heard, I, I heard, I actually heard from one comment. I can't believe you didn't complain about this, uh, which is ne- it's never the comments. It's usually like, why are you complaining about this? But yeah, someone's like, st- please come. Yeah, I've heard this a few other places as well. Like, uh, why did the last two episodes end in cliffhangers? And my response was, I actually didn't mind the last two cliffhangers because mm-hmm. the first one was the bandit camp, and I didn't think that we'd revisit. It. I thought that we'd just say, okay, Cinder's there, and off screen we're gonna have the we're gonna like uh, have the fight and have them like take yeah. and it was an awesome scene or something. Too. Yeah, and that was a like, cool that was scene. Like, oh yeah, the character. And if are you back. if you don't follow up on that, that's fine. Um, and that speaks for itself. Um, so I didn't mind that. And then last week's um, what was last week's cliffhanger? We Blake had oh yeah, yeah, kidnapped right? No, or no, getting no, we, away or, from kidnapping. Oh no, had, no, no. Gira we had uh, Gira, yeah, Gira werewolf going werewolf mode, mode yeah. Um, Gira and, taking off his shirt, you right? Mean. And I said, uh, yeah, him taking off his shirt, going, yeah. and people are like, yeah, he's a panther, yeah, okay, he's a panther, he's a werewolf, whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> he's he's uh, and I'm like, okay, I don't mind that either because it's just part one of a two part episode. Well, yeah. this episode completely negates both of my points on the previous two things. One, yeah. we followed up on the bandit camp scene, so it was an actual cliffhanger. Two, this wasn't the second part of that episode; we're just dragging it out over the course of multiple episodes. So it really makes the last two cliffhangers much worse and then this episode has a really terrible cliffhanger so we just followed the same episode structure three times in a row with these with these cliffhangers and it's not clear why they would do this why are we like cliffhangers have points but they need to be about things like we actually care about and that we're actually going to follow up on immediately next week Um, and those cliffhangers made sense in the context of this episode being like a full-blown menagerie fight but because it isn't it makes yeah. No sense. Like, right. <laughs> the, all all the tension and anticipation is totally blown away because it just doesn't like nothing comes of it. Like I honestly normally as just like watching TV, you would expect next next week's episode to pick up with um, the menagerie fight again. But I don't know. Maybe it's going to just like we'll see a minute of the fight every episode till the finale like at this no point. that's what we've been getting yep right yep. yeah like let's just keep doing that but it i it totally takes all the wind out of the fight and makes it not exciting at all because i think it would actually be kind of an exciting fight if we had any amount of time with it but we keep cutting in and out for no reason and it just loses all the adrenaline of the fight like it's it's it doesn't make any sense to me it's such a bad call yeah yeah, let's take let's table menagerie for now because the episode yeah, t- table because the episode table so <laughs> yeah. um and let's I'll, I'll I'll leave a cliffhanger of my own on what the second uh, terrible scene of the episode is I think it should be obvious but I'll I'll we'll, we'll address it later let's talk about the bandit camp um because uh, as Haley mentioned the thing I've been seeing from everyone is oh my god they just stood there talking for five minutes and they didn't fight like this is <laughs> we didn't even get like because Cinder mentions. 
Um, well, Raven comes out and is like, oh, how'd you, how did, why did you let them in? And it's like, oh, they recognize a maiden when they see one. It's like, no, I wanted to see that. <laughs> like, I wanted <laughs> no. to, like, Emerald was coming up in the cliffhanger with her awesome gun sword things. Yeah. And we get none of that. And it's like, that would have been so good to remind us and reintroduce us to these characters because the show's all about, at its heart, like, fighting. And we don't see any of that, which is really disappointing. And then just this really long, talk sequence that dragged on forever and ever with no exciting points at least i think so yeah so <laughs> I, I i actually didn't even care that much about this potential bandicam fight i would like to see like emerald in action um in general i do much prefer when we're fighting instead of talking on the show so it's i just agree a little snippet of it yeah. at the end right yeah I it, it's like I, I didn't care specifically about this fight my, my big thing though is that nothing they talked about was interesting that's the problem is that but, i didn't really care at all about anything they said but no dylan we got one thing we got confirmation that watch makes robot stuff yeah we so had the, we had tale. this we had this incredible Curious line tale. from uh from, from <laughs> cinder. we had this incredible line from cinder at the end uh fly back home and tinker with your machines okay. i'm so ready I'm so ready for Tyrion. Go Dylan. tinker with your mach- go tinker with your machines. Yeah. Um, so that was from. Sin- I like her. To, to be fair, fire that, 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 yeah, she had her fire eye. To that be fair, that line makes fair. sense for Cinder because she's just a corny character. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know why why she is a fire eye. Like this is that's the display of maiden power. Sure. I feel like that's gonna hurt. Like that doesn't <laughs> seem good. <laughs> That's that's the same fire eye she had, I think, from the season three intro, the opening. Yeah, but. She, okay. but that was from before she was a maiden, so I don't know what's going to, like, on with that. Clue us that she was going to become a maiden by the yeah. end of the season, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, this talk is between Cinder, Emerald, Mercury, and Doctor Watts, and Raven and Vernal. Um, mm-hmm. Raven's continues to insist on calling Vernal Vernal, so I don't know oh, if that's the proper pronunci- is that the proper pronunciation, no. or is that just how Raven's voice actress says? I think it? it's Vernal. Vernal, like it should be Vernal, right? Because it's the Vernal. She, she specifically says yeah. Vernal multiple times. So she says it like five times. Yeah. I I, almost, I like was clenching my fist every time she said it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have like this. This scene is gonna. This scene is setting up the finale. So it's kind of important that we hear it. I guess. Uh, I just really don't care what these. There would have been saying. better ways to do this because I. I don't know about you guys, but I. I got kind of confused during this because I feel like. Like, come on, Cinder and crew, you've got two days. Like, you're not really, you're kind of cutting it close if you don't want to be there when the fight's happening. And then they decide, oh, you know, well, I guess we could time it with the fight. And it's like, yeah, you could have gone and got the relic a week ago. Right. So number one (laughs) thing that we learn is that we are two days away from the uh, Haven attack, which we had no idea about. (laughs) But time jump, man, that was fast. Yeah, so we'd speculated here on whether we we're going to push off the Haven attack. Probably not, since it's in two days. It'll happen in the finale. That also means, though, that our last five episodes all take place within two days of each other. Oh, um, but gosh. maybe not because the Menagerie stuff is like I, a month ago. Oh, yeah, except or... the Menagerie stuff is a month so, ago. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the fact that we've had to point that out on six, seven podcasts in a row now, remember that the Menagerie stuff is a take place a month before this, um, it means that it's well. been really badly done, because you need yeah. to have paid it off earlier. We're gonna, for- we forgot about it by now. Like, the only reason we haven't is because we brought it up every time, but yeah, the, like, you, like, I, again, at the end of this podcast, I'm gonna say, I think Blake will appear in, uh, in uh, Haven next week, but I said that the past four weeks in a row, so uh, we, we've really we've just said been... a, We've said a lot of things 
last four weeks in a row and none of them have happened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about, how about a positive? Here's probably the best moment of the episode, um, is in the Bandicam scene. Uh, Raven says, uh, uh, two children, uh, she's uh, talking about who's appeared before her. Two children you've tricked into following you, a disgraced Atlesian scientist, and a fall maiden with a surname so appropriate she probably picked it herself. Something tells me you've got uh, more than a slight case of egomania. Is that about right? Um, so we taught Andy already hit on why it's bad to make fun of Cinder's name, because it's a stupid name to begin with. That being said, I think this was a good, a good line yeah. overall. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it, it stood out compared to everything else that they're talking about, I would say. And then um, it was just downhill from there. Yeah. And we learned, like we learned that, I don't know if we knew Dr. Watts was from, uh, was at Lysian. Um, I, to be honest with you, I just don't care. Well, where yeah, we don't care. I don't care about Dr. Watts at all. So that's the problem. He's just yeah. not an important character. Yeah. We learned he's uh he's a engineer or something. So there you go. But yeah, and uh, Emerald and Mercury speak once each, even though they're the people we actually care about in the ep- in the scene. Yep. Um, and Emerald mentions Ruby. Mm-hmm. Yes, Emerald misses Ruby. That's my Cinder that's really hates Ruby, <laughs> and Cinder really he is. I, Cinder is just uh, in love with Ruby. Hashtag uh, fallen petals, I think. And yeah, I'm saying it's like verging <laughs> on not even just like like no, she's just you're my greatest enemy. Yeah. It's like I am obsessed with you. Yeah, this great. is clearly Cinderay, right? Right, Dylan. That's yes, the one. Yeah, she's she's yeah. Cinder, all she cares about is Ruby. But yeah, so we learn it's uh, the Haven attacks in two days. So we get, we finally get. I think this is the first time we've heard for sure that Vernal is the Spring Maiden. Um, yeah. Yes. We've all uh, known this whole time, but yeah. they decided to wait nine episodes before actually confirming. Yeah, this. So they tell it here, and then she her big display of her powers is that she makes some clouds appear. Right, like nope. she nope. she brought a bolt of lightning down when <laughs> Weiss and Yang were there. Like she couldn't have done that. Like this is what you name the episode after her, like making a storm kind of appear. It was really underwhelming. Yeah. I found also, it so funny too how like Cinder was standing strong, like nothing could stop her, and the other ones were all freaking yeah. out about the wind. It's like it's some leaves, guys. Like there's a couple storm clouds. It's all good, but that like she could have done something way more impressive, and not just a little gust of wind and like oh it might thunder later. We'll see. Like that was so strange to me. Yeah, it's very yeah. weird. Don't, don't understand that moment, but no. Uh, yeah, uh, here's. A potentially interesting thing is that uh, Cinder or Dr. Watts or something says Salem only wants the relics, not the maidens. I don't uh, believe that. I, I don't believe that either. Yeah, I, I also don't believe that. Um, yeah. So the question is, why did they say that? Uh, who? So who says that, first of all? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, uh, Dr. Watts, Watts, I think. Okay, so yeah. does Watts actually believe that that's true? Um, Maybe. I don't know. Hey, it's a promise, okay, promise do we, we don't, know we don't what know. the relics are going to do? No, we know no. nothing about them. No, we don't. Just that they're named after like knowledge, life. Yeah, right. So yeah. They're, go- they're going after the knowledge one. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I still, I definitely am still on the train of Sin- uh, Salem wants the maiden powers herself or something. Yeah, uh, or or she wants Cinder to have them. Either one, or have someone that she knows she can control be yeah. the maiden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It- so I don't know how that plays. I I think this would have been better if we knew more about what the relics were and what they were capable of doing because right now it's just like oh i assume it's bad for salem to have them but like i don't know what's gonna happen if she does and that's not very menacing necessarily that's season 10 
We'll find out <laughs> season 10 what the relics do. If this is true, that Salem wants the relics and not the maidens, then this really sucks because volume three was irrelevant. And why did we even do anything with the maidens if Salem does not actually want the maidens? But we're going to assume that this is a lie. Okay. But I think she does want the maidens just because they can get the relics, right? Like that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they're saying. I think she just so, wants the power. Like, she care- has to care about the powers themselves, right, too. I would it, it could, think so. It could just be they set it up like Cinder wants the maidens and Salem wants the relics, but I don't see the point of that. Like you said, it seems kind of pointless. Yeah, the like, problem the is Cinder, Cinder doesn't have agency as far as we know right yeah. now. So I don't, I, but, I don't but, think she's do- she, the only thing she does on her own is uh, she makes a deal to kill Ruby because that's all she cares about. But I mean, this could be a way for her to gain agency. Like she could stray and just be like, I want the maidens. You can have the relics. I want the maidens. That would be I good. I'd like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just well, went right. on to Wikipedia and apparently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look it up is there, said you looked up the relics. that each relic contains great power. And if anyone were to wield all four, they would change the world. Yeah. Okay, bum, bum, we already bum. Bum. Yeah. they're the dra- they're, yeah, whatever they're <laughs> That's the dragon just balls. Just as vague as the, what yeah. I thought initially. <laughs> they're whatever. Okay, so yeah. uh yeah, so they're gonna unlock the relic of knowledge. Um they make a deal to do that, um, but then they uh, have an addendum. This part that really lost me, the whole negotiate negotiating about killing Crow. Yeah, um, right. I just didn't care about it. <laughs> Like, clearly, Crow's not going to die here. So why are we even talking about this? Okay. So, (laughs) Raven does not need their help. She's got a portal that can take her to him at any moment. (laughs) She could just backstab. She could stab him in his sleep. He could be like, yeah, he could be in the middle of the night. She shows up. Boom. Done. You don't need them, Raven. Like, go on your own way. Come on. You've got a maiden with you. Yeah, she I, literally can just portal to Crow and kill him yeah, at any time. Like, on there's her nothing own. stopping her. It's maybe, no, I don't know. Maybe there's like some sort of lock that Crow put on her portal, but we've oh, never she been told anything. There. Yeah, yeah, no, right. She, she portaled to him earlier. Okay, I guess the yeah, counter argument did, is she, that yes. I guess it's possible that she doesn't actually want to kill Crow, and she only says this to create a diversion, so with which she can take the. Uh, she can take the relic for herself, but I think she does actually want to kill Crow. Like, I or think maybe, that they're all true. maybe it's a combination. Like, she knows that she that by making them do this, it's a diversion. And if Crow happens to die, cool. But if he doesn't, that's fine. She's got the diversion yeah, either way. I don't know. I you assume know? I would assume the relic part would come before the the attack on Haven. But I yeah, know, I guess they're all happening at once. Who knows? Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Crow, we're, we're killing Crow and Ruby and gang during the Haven mm-hmm. attack. So they, yep. there's our uh, finale. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and Cinder's, uh, and, and Dr. Watts is like, you only want to do this to kill the, the child. And, yeah, and Cinder's Good like, Good job, yeah. Watts. Cinder's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yep, I love Ruby. Hashtag Fallen Pound. Yep. So, we need um, Ruby. She go. heard her I, name. Just like the fire eyes were going, she was yeah. ready to kill. Like Watts, like Cinder was mad about this a whole season. Like clearly, this is what she wants. This is the only thing she's ever said she wanted for the last yeah. season. Watts, it's not that complex. Yeah. What do we do? I, uh, briefly, are we doing a uh, Cinder redemption? Uh, or is 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 Cinder going to turn good in season ten? Like, is this what we're uh, working towards? Maybe ten. I, you never know what's going to happen, but I don't think it's happening anytime soon. Personally. No. I, I think she's going to have, like, some kind of quest for power, and it's never going to turn into something good. If she's so obsessed with Ruby, then maybe Ruby could get to her. Like, Ruby obviously has meaning to her, so I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway, I have no other takeaways from this talk. 
Oh, you. I, I do have one thing to say though, Dylan. You skipped the very beginning when she was sharpening her sword. Like it was like, why is this necessary? Like her. Okay, so in the beginning, she's like, yeah, she's like preparing for battle, and she says, "We've plans for this." Uh, Salem showing up, it's, and apparently their plan is just talking to them. Yeah, I was like, why are we doing this? Why couldn't we just fight? Like we set up for a fight, and then we didn't get a fight. It was so pointless. Yeah, doesn't she have like booby traps set up or anything? We're, we're literally, what did you mean? We've planned for this. Seriously, like all was, your plan was was clearing out the camp and just standing there like and talking to them so is she implying that she knew about the relics already because i don't think she did Mm. like she's just saying things i think that was meant as we knew they were going to find us eventually I think that's what was there. I got was, that, but yeah, but you could. You, but they, that's she, not what she, she said. Yeah, she could have said uh, we've known this was coming. Like, but yeah, she yeah. implied she knew what they wanted. I think mm. she might know about relics. I can't remember what uh, for, what old Team Ruby knows. She was with Ozpin for a while, yeah, so yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 He turned okay. them into crows and ravens. So <laughs> well, you know, no, you're gonna make me like die if you keep mentioning <laughs> those birds. Oh, so okay, I love it. it. She does turn into a uh, uh, in, raven. In, into a raven at some point. Yeah, yeah. Just she to bookend that scene. Yeah. Later, we learn that uh, Raven plans to double cross them and take the relic for herself. So that's her motivation. Cool. Her um, bandit camp, like, they're not intimidating at all. Like, they just, like, stood yeah. at the sidelines and didn't do anything. Yeah, they've really failed to uh, show why the Bronwyn tribe is feared uh, to any extent. Um, none of, no one outside of Raven and Vernal seems competent at all. No, not at all. It makes no sense that they would stop fighting when they found out Cinder was a maiden. It makes no sense to me. Like, why did they just stop and just let and them stay? They have fight? a maiden. Like... like- yeah, they could have called her over. Like if they just started fighting, wouldn't the maid, other maiden, come in and help them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just just very boring. Nothing overtly terrible, but just, yeah. yeah. I think this scene, like I said, I think this is kind of like they had to explain all of this um, somehow and at some point because I guess we've mostly this season just had a lot of character based stuff for the yeah. most part in the last couple episodes, which has been awesome. And they had to get these details in at some point, but I think there was definitely a better way to do this. Yeah, this than, was the this uh, was the finale setup, and it's just another instance of uh, Ruby being bad at expositioning. This would have been better maybe after the Menagerie episode that's now been broken up into five episodes. Yeah. Oh right? my god! Like yeah. as we're like coming down off of that, and Blake's with them, and it's all great, and then we could get this maybe a little bit more of a fight. I think that would have been better, but this was just like boring it was so boring especially yeah, it, when we were anticipating something good this episode at least this wasn't the episode before that like their one week break like at least there's that that's true it'd be really mad uh if this yeah. is uh, next week's um will raven succeed in double crossing and getting relic for herself again uh, i don't no. care i don't don't care but no right like there's no way yeah. she's she's getting Could off with her raven be on our our death watch well, yeah, this adds this adds Vernal and Raven to the Death Watch. Right. Everyone's been saying that. Vernal's been dying for a while. So first of all, all the maidens are always on the Death Watch because yes. their, per- their purpose right. is to die. Um, yeah, right. but it's good yeah, job, th- Osbin. Good, good safeguard that yeah. you put in there. Yeah, that's true. This was Osbin's plan. So um, <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> kind of all his fault. Uh, you put Vern- all their power based in them dying. Like that's why would you so do this? It's kind of a terrible mechanic. Yeah, it's Osbin's terrible. a bad game designer. Yeah, uh, yeah he's yeah. so. It, uh, people always think Vernal's dying, but the thing I've said back is she has to actually be a person first in order for us to care at all. Yeah. I think yeah. this was their attempt to do that this episode. Maybe. Um, I we... think maybe Raven will die and Vernal will get kidnapped by them. 
Um, Maybe. I think I think a lot of I I could see Raven dying, but I think most people's response is that she's too important to the story. I the, yeah. my I think the it's hard to tell where they're going. They are kind of exhausting everything that we've set up with this character already. We've had her talk to Yang. We've had her. We've done the bird thing. You know, we've uh, we've, <laughs> we've dealt with her in Ospin and her in Crow. So I it, it, we've kind of exhausted Raven plot lines. It is possible we could kill her, but I assume not. Vernal Vernal will die. Um, it's just. <laughs> It's just like if not this season next right. season. Right. It's it's just really going to be really dumb because she's not a character. Like you've done nothing with her. Yeah. And we were so excited I, too because when we first saw the opening intro for this season, she looked awesome and seemed like a very important character. But like it wasn't until this episode that we actually got verbal confirmation that she is a spring maiden. Like we all right. knew since the first episode. But yeah, she's she's just done nothing on her own. Yeah, um, nothing. She, all she's, she's done is say, "Sure, Raven, I'll do that." Yeah. She's just a very submissive personality. She just does what, like, she just. Why is she? Why is she following Raven? I would like to know yeah. that. I think like, she's like that a that mother be... figure, maybe. I don't know. I what don't, even I, is the I age don't know. There, I don't know. It, it, it seems like this was the episode to get into that. Like, this is the episode to talk about Vernal's history, but we didn't do that. They have a scene, yeah, yeah with the one there's. Um, no, I don't. I, I don't like know them anything. having a scene too. That was neat because, like, you saw they have a. They seem to have some sort of a relationship. But we but didn't see it. We haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's really unfortunate. Uh, so, yeah, Missed Vern- opportunity there. Vernal's high on the Death Watch. Raven uh, also somewhat are on there. So let's talk about Menagerie. Um, so we kind of we continue go. from last episode. We have uh, Gira, Blake, and Sun versus Corsic and Fennec. And we learned that's a c- strong. That's a strong way to put it, Dylan. Versus, like they just kind of yeah. were standing across the room for each other. <laughs> there, so there is a sequence when they're fighting, and Corsic and Finnick have like fire and winds powers from their swords. I think that's but the highlight. It's high not the- magic. It's not magic. No, it's not magic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It may be doing, wands, but-, but it's not magic. <laughs> magic sword wands yeah yeah um that i think that's the highlight of the episode for me is the like five seconds of like actual fight and like they combine elements at some point and it looks kind of cool um it's like that f- the part where they're actually fighting for like the brief moment that was the highlight of the episode i would say that's what we wanted more of yeah um yeah we learned, we learned that kali is missing so well, no she's just in the other room um, we don't see her right? though, right? I don't think. No, no but didn't, didn't they say off. like, "Oh, where's mom?" He's like, "Oh, I lost her immediately because he was in the other room and she's stuck in the dining room area." Also, their house is enormous, and I didn't yeah, realize. right. I know. Like I thought it was a lot smaller. What's with the like the grand staircase ballroom area? <laughs> are, are, are we like, more? Yeah, are we more worried about Kali dying than Gira now because she's not here? No, Gira. Gira's definitely gonna die. Gira's gonna die. Yeah, for Gira's, sure. Gira's the top of the death list. He's he's been dead for several episodes. Just hasn't <laughs> hasn't done yeah. yet. And now yeah. Blake's not with him, so she's gonna come back. He'll be dying. He'll die in her yes. arms. It'll yeah. be very dramatic. Holly, Holly disappearing actually makes me feel like she's less gonna die because her disappearing yeah. means that we're gonna add tension of her being saved. She's gonna be saved. Yeah, she's but, come but back. what if Ilya killed her already? Well, I mean. That's a thing they could do, Dylan, but I mean, I don't think they will. Yeah. You have too much faith, I think. they could. I feel they... like Ilya won't be responsible for killing one of her parents. No. I would just ramp up the, the dramatic tension. <laughs> very now. dramatic. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw someone post this, and I think now I think this is definitely what's going to happen. Now that, because Blake leaves the scene, now it's just Sun and uh, 
and Gira fighting them. So Gira dies and then like protecting, he like takes a hit for Sun and then dies. Yeah. And then while he's dying to Sun, he's like, uh, I, I've actually started to like you, uh, protect my daughter for me. Oh my yes, God. that is 100% <laughs> happening. That's something that Miles and Carrie yeah. would write. Yeah. And then right? he's That's, like, it sounds like, exa- down, yeah. sir. Like yes, they had exactly. a little banter there. Yeah, yeah no, like definitely. it's definitely happening. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's 100% <laughs> happening. Okay. Yeah. Which means we're stuck with Sun for longer. Yeah, I think Sun is probably is maybe safe. He's in danger right now, so let's not count that out. Okay, Sun is always on Death Watch, but like a couple rungs down. Sun Sun has been in Death Watch for multiple seasons now. Yeah, Um, yeah, they yeah. Haley mentioned he says, "I won't let you down, sir." Shut up. He says to him, "Yeah, I thought that was good. I always like telling Sun to shut up. That was fun." (laughs) Yeah. Um, but he okay. I I teased it. Here's the worst scene of the episode. Oh man. Um. So Blake comes into the scene. And then she like freezes the uh, oh, Corsic is, and Finnick oh, yeah. by their weapons, um, and they see their hands seem to be frozen along with their weapons to a block yeah. in the middle of them. And then um, Blake, Sun, and Gira proceed to stand there for literal thirty seconds. I counted yep. it, um, just talking, just chatting, yeah, like and, run and go or and kill it, them it, or, or <laughs> kill them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's clearly it's it is clearly shown that they didn't break out of the ice through their strength it just fell apart like yeah. they literally had no way to get out they of that they had ice. to wait for that to break yes. they had their, their so weapons were frozen and they were stuck and th- this it's 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 inexcusable because we know that characters named characters are in mortal danger here like we if gira dies the fact that there was a yeah. 30 second period where he could have just like, easily escaped it. this and he just he did not it. do it um yeah this is just inexplicable it's even worse because Blake says, I'm going to kill them now, essentially. And Kira's like, no, don't. It's Find like, your mom. <laughs> no. Kira, she literally beat them already. Let her finish yeah. it. <sighs> like, clearly Blake was better than her dad. She beat them. Like, I, no matter what anyone says, she beat them and Kira stopped her from she doing it. She dropped in two seconds, done. And he yeah. didn't do his path. And I love when, I love when Blake does her semblance like that, where she like, yeah does stuff like that and the score behind it was great too because it was like from the black trailer and everything it was like oh okay here we go here we go and then like we're just gonna chat about like oh go find your mom let's it's also really cool she's using weiss's dust again like this is her using weiss's dust to make 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 those ice shadow things yeah yeah Yeah, hashtag uh what's it called again uh, this is the uh, the least signature oh, or something. Checkmate? No, 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 Checkmate no, 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 no. Uh, monochrome. Um, oh, yeah. monochrome. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. It's been the least supported ship. This, but also like uh, Ladybug, obviously. But um, so yeah, I, what am I missing here? Like, why why did they write this? That's my. That's always what I'm what I'm wondering. I guess like we need to have them talking to further the scene. Um, they, I, I think would have been better is if they had this conversation while while running away and then yeah, yeah then they sure. showed up again. or well like dodging attacks and stuff like that because yeah. you know? that's a thing that happens in shows that's like realistically you're probably not going to have a deep winded talk while you're fighting someone but in a show you can get away with it but not just standing there for half a minute yeah whenever something nothing. like it's just something this inexplicable happens i'm like what 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 happened that like was it a failure in writing or was did they write it and then they didn't like it, they animated it them frozen and that wasn't what was meant to happen like what what what, what went wrong off. here i yeah. i've been thinking for the last like few episodes that there is some monetary problems with making all these fight scenes and like unless we have like three enormous fight scenes in the next like four episodes or something like i think they just 
can't animate as many fights. Yeah, people have been to. speculating that yeah. they don't have enough money to do all the scenes. That's yeah. They they did increase and, the number of episodes though, so I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that's a I'm not saying that's a problem on them. I'm just saying it could be a physical problem yeah, they have. But it doesn't. Know. Regardless of of this, you could you could just yeah. not have this. Uh, it, it's just such a break in logic. The fact that they're just standing there while the people yeah. are about to kill Gira are yeah. like uh, yeah. And they didn't even talk about anything important either. No. It was literally like they, just Gira telling Blake to stop. That's all it was. Yeah. Like, no, don't kill the guys. I got to kill them in a blaze of glory and then die. Like, come on. Yeah. This is my storyline, Blake. Don't you know? Don't you know what my fate is? <laughs> so yeah. Like, like, this is if if nothing bad happens, then this doesn't matter as much. It's just kind of uh, annoying. Frustrating. But if there's like serious ramifications and then they have this, then it makes your audience just not want to not want to experience big things happening. Right. Like if 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 like there's no realistic depiction, they just you're just standing there. The literal 30 seconds they stood there while they're frozen. And it also because the episodes are not that long, 30 seconds could have been filled with some sort of an awesome fight that we were actually waiting for. And anticipating this episode, but instead we just get what could essentially be like Blake could have come down, frozen them, and then Garrett could be like, No, I'll take care of them. You find your mom. Done. Okay, goodbye. Like that could have taken three seconds flat and then it would have been whatever. But instead we just stood around. Yeah. And yeah. wasted time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe someone <laughs> tell me in the comments if you get this scene. I don't get it. Please explain. <laughs> Please tell me what happened. I honestly want to know because it just is so glaringly strange. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other menagerie thing that happens is we end the episode with Blake and Ilya staring each other down and reaching for their weapons. This, this, this is a fine cliffhanger. Like this cliffhanger is okay, but it's if like we get menagerie next episode, which we're not. Which to be not. clear, like I'm done. I'm done speculating that we're finishing menagerie. No, next we're definitely episode. we're definitely getting menagerie. What else? Are but we like, no, we're not. Like, we're not. We're just that's not. what we've said the last two episodes. Though we're like, oh, everything we else got, is we wrapped did, up. We did get it this episode. They yeah. just extended it again. Like they're gonna do something like this again. Um, yeah, probably. What, yeah. What's funny is this is like the first time like I've seen two characters standing. So I'm like, don't fight, just talk. Like this is the first time. <laughs> yeah, I actually want them. Though. Yeah, we actually want them to talk and not fight in this case. So yeah. if they're actually just gonna fight. Yeah. If they fought and talked at the same time, like please, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, that would be okay. Yeah, that. So let's. I think there's the most potential with this scene um, because this is something that we thought the uh, the Blake Eliel scene last episode potentially one of the most interesting, maybe the most interesting scene this show has ever done, um, filled with like problems and uh, just engage- really dynamic, engagement. Yeah, just really well done. And compared to just compare that scene last episode to the frozen and ice scene this episode it's like how is this the same show it's remarkable um and yeah so i what do we want to happen with this with blake and Ilya? i think i think probably number one is we want Ilya and blake Ilya to turn good somehow like this is what we need um but we don't want them to just fight and to like Ilya to wound blake and run off like that would be bad um i feel like that might happen yeah, and I she'll just, feel guilty and run away, and then yeah. We need them to like talk know. about Ilya's feelings, like like I, we need it to be addressed. Yeah, I want the most anime thing ever, where they fight and talk about their problems while fighting. Like that'd that's be great <laughs> if they fought and talked about Ilya's feelings. It's Blake's like, I'm sorry, I never knew. It's like, yeah. Well, you could have, and then by the end, uh, they stop and Ilya's crying, and yeah. then they got like tearful and, fight yeah. happening. Yes, that would yeah. be incredible. Like, 
And Blake's yelling that while she's like on her back with like a sword stopping Ilya's sword or something like something stupid yeah. like that anime. And then Ilya says, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry forever. And the problem is if we if Ilya comes like if Ilya redeems herself because of her feelings for Blake, then it equates her yeah. jealousy with the reason that she's cooperating with the White Fang, which is something that the episode last week did kind of just because of the fact that they're next to each other but yeah. overall but her motivations she, aren't based on that so we don't yeah. kind of want to go there she seems to be very like s- separate from the jealousy she, i think definitely last episode i got the impression that she does believe in what she's doing yes but yeah, because yeah. blake is on the other side it's messing with her like moral compass yeah, there i agree yeah so but i love trying to kill her we need too. the talk fight to address both her feelings for blake and her her moral stance with the but i don't think yeah. they can bring up her feelings for blake without it being really bad i don't think we can bring them up right. well they're not going to do it well but yeah it's a this is this is our fantasy anyway. this is our fantasy episode of next week. Yeah. yeah well Dylan, every every week we talk about our fantasy episode and then it doesn't happen yeah <laughs> And then um, so we I, get like I, a little snippet of it. And then it's like a also, paw. Because of this cliffhanger, as much as I said, this, this show has been terrible at cliffhangers now three in a row. Um, because of the promise of a Blake and Ilya follow up, I am still really anticipating next week, despite this terrible episode. Just you know, I, I'm very invested in this story. You know, we're right not going to start with them next week, Dylan. There's no I assume, way. I mean, I assume not. We're going to yeah. start with Osvin and Crow chatting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking exactly. of which, let's talk about Osvin and Crow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, what was the scene? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Oscar Oscar says uh, Osman needs to talk to you, and they say sure, and then they leave the room. Why do they leave the room? <laughs> he can talk there. It's not like they need to be in a different spot. I, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't say like, "Oh, I need to talk to you with the rest of the group." Like he just like, yeah. like, why do you get up? So you're not bringing him to anyone. He's you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what what are we talking about here? I I honestly have zero clue. My response is I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, especially because we had we had like the um well it, just the whole formatting of these last four scenes was so strange because we had the menagerie stuff, then we have Raven being like okay I'm going to double cross them, and then we have this stupid little Ozpin scene, and then we have Blake and Ilya. Like it didn't the how they edited this episode just made zero sense to me. Like it was so disjointed and i think it would have been a little bit better if they just got rid of ospin like if we just did menagerie and raven well, stuff yeah. this episode. clearly don't put the scene in this episode yeah right advice like, number one do anything it wasn't even like oh how exciting something's gonna come like it was just like it's kind of okay. remarkable that they introduce this and just don't follow it up at all it's not even a cliffhanger because we don't promise what we're talking about it's not like what are they talking it. about it's it's just are they talking about like Ospin knows that Lionheart's bad. Like maybe that's the connection between that scene and all the Bandit Camp stuff. But I, I don't know because they didn't tell us anything. They just decided to leave the room because I guess Ospin needs to have a fancy chair to sit on. Ospin but... can't reach something. He needs he needs Crow to pick him up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ugh, it was so weird. <laughs> it was so weird. So weird. Okay. Um, yeah, I have nothing to say about this. So. That was, it was just like, it was laughable how silly it was. I'm. This is something I can't believe I have to say. Like, I'm honestly worried that we're going to get a scene next episode of them talking and we're not going to learn anything new. Like, we're going to get like a five minute scene of them talking to each other and nothing new is going to me- get mentioned somehow. Yeah. All, Oz, all the husband talks have been really bad this season. So, um, but it's yeah. like, but if it's just them talking, like, they don't have to. They don't have to like sugarcoat things the same way. But somehow they won't touch on new things. I don't know how that's possible, but they'll do it. 
Yeah. And they'll take 10 minutes to say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I think, I think another big problem with this episode is no Ruby Weiss Yang because some of the best scenes have of uh, the season have definitely been uh, with the three of those characters. So it's yeah. not really, it's like not surprising that an episode without the three of them and with Blake only having like one sentence is, yeah. is bad. You know, that's the you, thing is the you, last, you, even if these, even if these all weren't terrible scenes, it would still probably be unengaging. Yeah. Cause, cause we care most about Team Ruby and Team Ruby yeah. is not the focus of this episode. Mm-hmm. And that's why we haven't been so upset that the last two episodes haven't been about the menagerie um, attack because they've been about Team Ruby. And it's been like, oh, okay, like, sucks that we haven't gotten the menagerie stuff yet, but we've gotten actual time with our main characters that we care about, and that's great. But then there's this episode, and <laughs> they're not in it, and Blake is in it and actually does something useful, and then Gira messes it up <laughs> so and just stands there. Yeah, I I don't know. It's such a it's such a weird episode. Like I just finished it and when earlier today and just sat there and was like, did anything happen in that? Like nothing I I guess we got a two sentence confirmation of stuff about the Haven attack, but beyond that, I don't I'm not taking away very much from this episode. No. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I it's 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 annoying. It's really annoying and I just mm-hmm. I think I think the most frustrating part is that they have the right mix of things to do stuff right. And I think mm-hmm. the most impressive example of that is that they have Emerald on the team with Cinder. And I think that they should understand at this point that people are watching the show to see young women do some cool stuff and be the focus. And they mm-hmm. have Emerald there, and she could have been a focus. She could have been a through line into this plot with Cinder, but instead we've just ignored her. Like, imagine the scene if Emerald was our like connection to this bandit camp talk instead of Raven. Yeah. Cause we don't it, care about Raven. I think that's a lack of recognition of what characters are interesting. Um, to yeah. be fair, that scene is between Cinder and Raven, two women. So, but I mean like, yeah, you, it's just, they're not interesting. Right. No, they're just, I think they're just also, misidentifying what characters are. like Raven's. A bad yeah. Character. And the yeah. show, like I said, the show, the main appeal of the show is like, Oh, it's awesome. You get to see all these female characters and they fight and it's great. But then we get a scene that really should be a fight scene. And, we get a little storm and talking, which is, is just not impactful. I don't know what it seems like, especially this season. They're having trouble with gauging what is actually an impactful thing. Like we had this happen with the whole I can turn into a bird. Magic <laughs> is real drama. <laughs> it's like, OK, no one actually thinks this is impressive. And same thing here where Vernal's like, oh, like here's some wind. But like Vernal. they they don't seem to be able to do really hard-hitting, interesting, impactful things. Like, it's all pretty mundane, which is unfortunate. Because they have, like you were saying, Andy, they have all these great elements. And, like, there's so much potential. And I was so excited for this episode. And then we just got this instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, also, I have to mention, Vernal's blowing wind. I don't think it was mentioned, but... That didn't look much more than just a semblance, to be honest. Her just yeah, makes no. the wind. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. uh, I, was, I wasn't even clear if she was like wind. Was it a storm? Like it was, was a bit about. And then the Corsic and Finnick, though, their wands were oh, elements. So <laughs> they weren't even like like wand guns. They're literally no. just wands. Yeah, are they? I think, harnessing? I think that could have been have cool. There's there's like ten seconds where that was cool. That was I, I'm not saying they're not cool, Dylan. I'm saying that they're just magic. They're I just wish magic. they like actually I mean, took some know. steps. They were just like standing in one place on opposite sides of a little room. 
But I mean, I think that's fine. You can have you can have villains like that that attack things like that. Like I think we had a fight yeah. like that in Voltron that was really cool, where like Hagar mm-hmm. just essentially stood around and was attacked. Like that yeah. was and they make that really cool. It's just this is. But a they actually gave scenes. time to that scene, which is yeah. okay. what makes it anyway. effective. Uh, yeah, five five episodes of Ruby left this season. Is it that's five? That's a decent four? amount. Five, I thought it was yeah. 10, 11. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, right? Oh, there's 10. 14? I thought there was only 13. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we will have three more this year. Uh, and Or t- mm, two more two. this year. Next week and then the, like, 30th or something. Um, and then, yeah, three, only three in, in January, and then we'll be done. So. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Even with episodes like this, I still, I feel like so far, at least, this season has been quite good just because of the team's back i don't know if, I'd say, I don't know if I'd say quite good well it's better, not it's better nothing, than four yeah it's yeah de- yeah i think that's the thing in comparison to f- what we've had in the last couple of years it's definitely an improvement and we've actually had some really interesting episodes and scenes um a- but after then, last week i was gonna say better than three um, yeah now right? this and week then i'm, this bad, I'm like no yeah like, no not anymore so uh, I, my my comments from last week about being blind blindly hoping and Blindly optimistic about Rooster Teeth are really not standing up. No. Yeah. It's just, I, I think it, we, we, the season's proven it can be really good with the Ruby character interactions. I'm optimistic that when they're back on screen, we will be doing uh, better stuff. So I'm starting to legitimately worry that Blake's not going to get back this season. Like, I wasn't worried about yeah, that. She'll, but... she'll come back in the finale. I'm revising my prediction that uh, it'll, be, it'll be like a dramatic moment in the last two episodes. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Which means the so. Which means Bum- Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee reunion. Not until no. ne- next season. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe in the finale. I don't know. They so will probably sad. won't have time to hug. At a, but we'll see. Please, <laughs> no, they need no, no. time to hug. Time Dramatic, to hug angry, tearful hug. I need whites to hug every member of Team Ruby. That's that's yeah. the that's the purpose of this season, Dylan. Yeah, it, it is. That's true. I feel like either because next episode is going to be an episode and then we have a break and then an episode. So I think next episode, either yeah, you're, you're reading too end... much into it. You're, it's, okay. they're, they're not placing the break based. On <laughs> no, I know. I know. But but maybe they knew in advance. We'll see. But they, knew in they just didn't care. Yeah, exactly. Care. But maybe they did. But I, I think that either Blake is going to end up um, with the rest of the team either next episode or the finale. Because I think it's been drawing it out too long now where they just got to either bite the bullet and do it now or just wait and have it be a big dramatic thing at the end. Right. You know? I think we're past the point. But it is still possible. <laughs> but you I don't still even could know. Because maybe next episode we have no menagerie fight. Like they, yeah, right. You could just ignore <laughs> oh, menagerie next episode. Or they could just do all menagerie and have Blake back. Like that's been on the table so long and they just haven't done it. So we'll see. Next week, uh, we'll be back to talk about <laughs> Chapter 10. <laughs> Uh, that, let us know your thoughts on the episode. Please tell us what we're missing. I'm genuinely curious in the comments, uh, YouTube comments or <laughs> website comments at overlyanimated.com. Um, and uh, subscribe to us, as mentioned, to not miss our future Ruby podcasts on YouTube or on iTunes. Search for Overly Animated Ruby. Uh, join us to talk about the episodes on Discord. Uh, text chat with us at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. And consider supporting us via Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, uh, Eric. And thanks, as always, to our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, Andy, and Hugh. Um, yep, back with more Ruby. We also got Mysticons coverage, Ladybug coverage. Um, there was some DuckTales uh, podcasts. Uh, so check all that out at OverlyAnimated.com. And, uh, yep, that's that's all. That's it for this Ruby. <laughs>
that, that, no, nothing more to say so we'll see, we'll see you guys next time bye bye bye, bye.